Hi, and welcome back to Mingus on Tech. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor at Computer World. I'm here with Lucas Murian, Senior Reporter at Computer World. We're going to be looking at uh, wireless charging, so stick around. Okay, so Lucas, I had high hopes today that uh, at Apple's big event in Chicago, they'd be re releasing the AirPower, the uh, wireless charging pad that uh, they've been talking about since last fall. They did not. Yeah. Nonetheless, wireless charging has become a big deal. Uh, you know, you've written about this extensively. And once Apple moved the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 8 to the Qi, it's the Qi standard, right? Yeah, That's what Qi. they're using. Uh, last so fall, QI. yeah, QI and pronounced Chi. Um, obviously, that was sort of what a lot of companies were waiting to see. Uh, you know, which standard Apple would jump on, and so now that they've made a decision, I'm starting to see the, these wireless charging pads show up in cars. You've got you know devices like this, um, and so I just thought it'd be good to get a quick update on where things stand and maybe talk about a couple of recent controversies that. Uh, have emerged about whether or not wireless charging is convenient, yeah, but also bad for your phone. Right. So uh, um, so where do we stand right now? We're sort of waiting for Apple to move the air power out, or there are lots of chargers already on the market, right? Yeah, there are lots of chargers that use the same Qi specification. Um, in fact, I, I've written about a, a few of them mm -hmm. uh, in one of my articles, ones that actually emulate what Apple's doing, which will be enable three different devices to be charged at the same time. So really quick, I just want to say wireless charging. There are basically uh, three different types of wireless charging. You have magnetic inductive charging, you have magnetic resonance charging, and then you have long distance or radio frequency charging. This uses magnetic uh, inductive charging, uh, same thing they use with their Apple Watch. So that's got to be right on top of the, uh, that's where you have to have the device that's being charged specifically very close to the charging plate or pad, right? Exactly. You can't have it somewhere far away or, you know, it's right. got to be right on top the, of the, it. The Y and X axis has to be pretty much oriented perfectly yep. in order for it to uh, charge. And you can see with this, if you move it off center very much, it won't charge. Um, so, it, but, exactly. but but it's what most companies are using right now. It's effective. I don't know how much efficiency it brings, but uh, I think we talked about. We when, did. We talked about the yeah. whole idea of you know the idea that if you've got a charging pad, it is nice to be able to just come in and put your phone down and let it be charged it's, up. There's some convenience, you know. But I mean, really, how much time are you saving or wear and tear on your port, you know, by not plugging it in every time you put it down, like we've done for the last ten years, yeah. whenever. You like, know, my port never wore out, you know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a problem, other than maybe some lint getting lint into getting it. Lint getting in, take a pin very carefully, get that out. And, yeah. Or toothpick, so or it's toothpick, not metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so magnetic inductive, magnetic resonance. And RF is is sort of the, the holy grail of wireless charging. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that when and if it finally arrives would allow for basically wireless charging in the air. Right. You walk into a room, your device starts charging. It's more of a trickle charge. 
because yeah. it can be unsafe if you start, you know, sending 15, 30 watts over the air. You know, you fry your insides. <laughs> literally, your insides or like the device's insides? No, I, mean, I you think would... you. I think it'd be unsafe. It's it's not. Yeah. I don't uh, think anybody wants to be walking around in a highly charged electrical room. Exactly. So what this does okay. is it trickle charges with a few watts of uh, electricity. So wherever you are, if you've got a device on you, it's going to be charging constantly when charging. you're in the room or within the you know whatever space is getting this this. this uh, um, RF signal. Uh, in terms of things like, you know, we, we've talked about this, that one of the things that may make wireless charging become more ubiquitous is when it's built into furniture. Right. You know, I mean, Ikea, I think, already yep. has something out where yep. there's like a desk with a charging plate. That is that the same same type of uh, uh, charging as, as what's used here? Exactly, yeah. Um, they use Some of them use uh, resonance, which they're basically all the same. It's all magnetic resonance. The difference is how large the copper coil is in the transmitter and receiver. And the larger the copper coil is, the further the distance. And when I say further the distance, we're only talking millimeters. So you can move uh, a device around. It has a little more range of motion. It doesn't have to be right on center, perfectly right. aligned. But it, it's still you still have to place it on the pad. So what a lot of office furniture makers are doing is they'll make a, a conference room desk, for example, yep. and they'll have a little X marks a spot on top of it, and that's where you can place your phone to get charged, or in some cases, very few cases, your laptop. There are some companies that are coming out with wireless chargers um, that can, like Whitricity, mm -hmm. that can actually th send out 30 watts and charge your uh, laptop, and those would be positioned underneath the table and transmit through the wood or, or uh, like composite if you, so if you've got maybe a three-quarter inch or maybe even an inch, you know, thick piece of wood, the signal would travel through that and would still exactly. charge the device on top. Exactly. As long as it's in the right spot. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, one of the things I wanted to find out, too, is, you know, for a while there was a lot of debate about different kinds of standards, you know, as to, to which charging um, standard, I guess, or specification mm -hmm. would be the one that would win out. And it seems like there's been a lot of um, a lot of companies have sort of joined forces that were at one point almost like rivals. Right. And they seem to be sort of moving in the same direction. Do we think that Qi or that that standard is going to be the one now that, that really does win out? Yeah, Qi has the most, the most members, the most industry members. So um, members like uh, Apple and Samsung and Verizon. But it's, um, it's, it's a little incestuous too because they, they also belong to the other uh, just in case. Group. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case. Somehow takes off. I mean, because it's all under development. The technology is constantly uh, improving and developing. Um, so you used to have three. You had A4WP, the PMA, and the WPC, which stands for Wireless Power Consortium, yep. Power Matters Alliance. And I can't remember what the A4WP stands for. Anyways, the A4WP and the PMA merged to create the Air Fuel Alliance. So it's one now. Okay. They basically shared a resonance and an inductive, so tightly coupled and loosely coupled magnetic resonant uh, magnetic charging. Um, so they have both. Right. So, uh, and then you have the WPC, the Wireless Power Consortium, which supports the Qi standard. Okay. Which is the most widely used right now. Mm -hmm. So those two organizations, however, those two consortiums are also sharing technology. So it is kind of becoming one big industry 
Um, I, I kind of like that, though, because I don't want us to get into a situation where you're dealing with VHS versus Betamax yeah. or some sort of competing standards where you have to not only are you picking a device, but you're picking a wireless charging standard. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm glad that they are kind of sharing this stuff. And I'm hopeful that eventually, you know, all devices will use the same standard and you'll have to find some other way to differentiate uh, the hardware. Um, have we I also know that when the when the iPhone 8 came out last fall, there was this bit of a debate between regular charging and sort of fast charging, which was like five watts versus seven and a half seven watts, a half which more. doesn't sound like a lot. And it, 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 it's sort of an incremental uh, speed boost in terms of charging a device from zero all the way up to 100 percent. But it was something that Apple did finally implement. And so, you know, devices now can do, go up to 7.5 watts. Yeah. Although the hardware, I think, if I'm remembering your stories correctly, could go to 15. Up to 15, 10, 15 watts. Yeah. Although nothing really supports Everything's it right still 7.5 right now. Yeah, right? it's 7.5 right now. There aren't any 10 or 15 watt chargers. Yeah. Okay. All right. So or devices capable of receiving that charge. They, they can, actually, the Qi specification and the others can. Uh, emit that much of a charge. Got it. Okay. So with that as a background, the the, the thing that caught my eye recently was there's been a couple of, of questions, debates. Uh, one of those things that you, you, you see online about whether or not wireless charging is uh, potentially bad mm -hmm. for the uh, the battery in, in, in your device. And the, the rationale there seems to be that if you're constantly topping it off, that one of the things that, that, that is good for batteries is to have them sort of drain down and then charge back up and drain down, but not zero to 100, mm -hmm. you know, or not just keeping it like 98, 99, 98, 99, 100. Mm -hmm. um, has there been anything definitive that tells us whether or not wireless charging is over the long haul bad for your device? Uh, in short answer, no. Okay. And I, actually, I've, the first story I wrote about this became very lengthy because there were a lot of different opinions on this, but they all seem to focus around the fact that you don't want your phone to uh, have these you know, great distances between fully charged and empty. So you don't want to, you want, it's better to keep your phone topped off, which wireless charging does, yep. than to have it drain and recharge and drain deeply and recharge because it does affect the number of charging cycles okay. that the battery can sustain. Yeah, it's interesting because I think one of the people uh, that you had interviewed said that ideally, given current battery technology, that it's almost better to have a device that sort of stays somewhere between about 45 and 55% charge. So you kind of keep it about half full, let it go down a little bit, charge it up some, you know, and that that would be ideal. I tend to keep mine topped off, you know, because I, I've got it either charged in the car with a cord or charging wirelessly in the office. And I mean, I'm not seeing, I mean, of course, it's still a fairly new phone, but yeah. I haven't seen any kind of degradation in terms of uh, battery life, and I haven't seen any drop in, in charge cycles that I'm aware of. Yeah, I, I've never downloaded the software to do my self-diagnostic on my iPhone 8, so I'm not sure whether wireless charging has affected its cycles, but mm -hmm. the piece we included from uh, ZDNet, ZDNet, I think it was, um, the author said that he had downloaded some software and it showed that the number of cycles his battery could sustain had dropped because of wireless charging. Um, but that's, again, allowing it to drain fully or drain a great great amount and then recharging it again. So dropping it below like 30, 35% and then recharging it full again. But the bottom line is this. A, you can replace your battery. B, the battery's Typically, even with life, the life cycles they have last more than two years. Right. 
And these days, you know, who keeps phones more than two years? More not than, a, not I, a lot of people. I certainly don't. But, but even if you do. Up, oh, oh, okay, I, I, we've got Chris, one behind our the camera. Our video producer over here is waving from behind the camera. He does keep his phone for four years. Four years. I, I kept mine for three. What, what, but, uh, what version of Android is that four-year-old phone on right now, Chris? Just curious. Whatever the latest one is. Okay, good. All right, good. I'm glad. That's a whole different debate. We'll get into that next time. But no, go, go The ahead. bottom line is don't worry about it. it. It's not really something you need to Forget worry about. Forget about it. A lot about, yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, you know, I was looking at the story that you did uh, most recently, and uh, you had quoted uh, Daniel Steingart, who's an associate professor at the Department of Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering at Princeton. And his last comment sort of sums it up for me. You know, if you're, if you're thinking about wireless charging, you, obviously it, it's it's one of those you should have on your devices because it future-proofs your device for whatever's yes. coming. Um, but he says, uh, you know, yes, a cell phone's an investment, but relative to the incremental cost of a new battery, there are much, much more important things to worry about in the world. And he's wicked smart. So. He's wicked smart. So uh, from the uh, Princeton professor, that's the advice is there's a lot of debate about wireless charging. It probably will not blow your phone up or ruin its battery. Um, you know, things are still in flux, but uh, in general, it's probably a convenience that you better get used to because we're going to see more of it. Yeah, we talked about um, car technology. Yeah. So um, isn't the next car you're going to buy, which should be any minute now. That Ford um, uh, Edge <laughs> ST, yeah, don't tell yeah. the partner. He's going to get mad. But, yeah, it has a wireless charging pad right. on it, you know. And I know Mike Dagonia, our Apple guy, um, he's got the uh, – Hyundai Ionique, it's got a wireless charging yeah. pad in it. I mean, they, they certainly are showing up in, in cars right and left. And, and it would be big convenience. It would be very convenient to yeah. just be able to put it down there rather than have to get the cord and you right. know you got to loop it in and plug it into the USB port and all that. So uh, uh, coming to a car near you, yeah. perhaps a desktop near you, yep. and maybe sometime in the future a room near you. Yeah, yeah. Wireless I, charging. Yeah, wireless charging. It's, it, it remains to be seen whether it's a super convenience or not. I, we laughed about this, I think, a few times when I, I bought the wireless charger and put it on my desk and I just never used it. See, I use it all the time. I, just, I, I like the purple light. You know, that's how I, I know get home and I plug my phone in. I don't think about it. You know, it's you're, just like, you're a Luddite, Lucas. I don't know. All I right. guess. 